you got a Bible this morning, would you flip over to Hebrews chapter 12? Let's start here in Hebrews chapter 12. Let's look at verse 22. I'm reading out of the New King James this morning. Hebrews 12, 22. It says, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. Verse 23. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. Verse 24. To the blood, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. That verse right there. This morning, I want to talk about something for a few moments that is so simple, but yet so profound. The blood of Jesus. I don't know a better topic other than the Holy Spirit, but we get the Holy Spirit by the blood of Jesus to talk about. We need to get back to the blood. As the old song says, it's the blood that set me free. If it had not been for Jesus, if the Lord had not been on our side, I'm telling you this morning, we have hope this morning because of the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you this morning, we have hope because we have a mediator sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. And it's His blood that cleanses us. It's His blood that restores us. It's because of what He did that we can receive healing. That we can receive healing. That we can receive healing. Are you catching me? Receive it. Those young people came through. They touched you. I don't feel any change. It's not about a feeling. It's about a knowing the word of God is true. That when hands are laid on you, what's going to happen? Receive it. Is the word of God true? Then be healed. Be healed. It really is. That's the word of God. Because we have a mediator, we have the blood of a new covenant, the blood of sprinkling that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. We have a better word this morning. It's called Jesus. In whatever language you want to say his name, I'm good with it. But we know who we're talking about. We're talking about the Son of God. We're talking about the one who came to take away sin, who came to destroy the works of the devil. Amen? It speaks a better word. It's still speaking. There's more power in the blood of Jesus to heal everything on this earth in one moment. It's already been done. Cancer has to bow. Now understand, we've lost some to cancer, haven't we? My own wife's mother passed away to cancer. It doesn't change the word of God. He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. He's still the restorer. He is still everything we need and more. Amen? But I'm telling you, we need to return to something this morning called the blood. It's the blood that set me free. It's the blood of Jesus that set me free. Y'all remember that old song? Oh, the blood of Jesus. What's the rest of that? That washes white as 
snow. How many of us have been cleansed by the blood? How many of us have been renewed by the blood of Jesus? How many of us have been restored by the blood of Jesus? How many of us were on our way to hell, but His mercy came and found us, and we cried out, Lord, save me, and His blood washed us, His blood restored us, His blood forgave us, He renewed us, and He gave us a new name. We that once were not the people are now the people of God. We once that were known as angry and hatred and resentment and bitterness are now known as love and compassionate and full of grace, abounding in mercy like our Father. You know why? Because of the blood. You know why this nation is what it is and what it was founded upon? It was founded on the blood of Jesus. It was founded upon the principles of the Word of God that says there's only one way to the Father. And that's through the blood of the Son of God. There is no other name by which man can be saved. Don't care what your TV's telling you and what other preacher may be telling I'm telling you the Word of God says there's only one way by which man can be saved. And those who make an alcoholic and a prostitute and turn them into a child of God. That's what he came to do. He came to destroy the works of the devil. First John 3, 8. That's why he came. And I'm telling you this morning, we need to celebrate the blood of Jesus. We need to get back and remember it's because of the blood. Every one of us here, if we are saved and born again, it's because of the blood of Jesus. If you're forgiven, it's because of the blood of Jesus. There is no other way that you can be forgiven. You can't give enough money. You can't go to church enough times. You can't go to enough prayer meetings. There's only one way. Jesus, forgive me. I repent of my sin. Wash me. Do a work inside of me. I let go of my that hatred, that resentment that was mine. I give it to you. Now I come to you with a pure heart and a pure mind. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Has not lifted up his soul to vanity. Y'all remember that in the Psalms? When we come in here, we got to come by the blood of the Lamb. Sanctified. Set apart as holy. And it's not because of what you did. It's because of what He did. And when we fall on His mercy, we find mercy. I'm telling you this morning, we need to get excited about something. Called the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. He came to die for you. He came to set you free. Isn't that amazing? Pastor Stephen, isn't that amazing? I think sometimes we forget the magnitude that that child in a manger and all these prophecies that was fulfilled was for a purpose. To restore you to the Father. And that's through His blood. Come on, thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood. I'm telling you, if it hadn't been for the blood of Jesus, I'm telling you, Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9. Let's get over there real quick. Let's get through this this morning. I I just want to come. I came this morning to talk about Jesus. And this is going to be real simple, but it's it's, it's the point of it's all about Jesus. We didn't come to talk about being prosperous and being blessed and all these other things, which all that can be found in Jesus. But this morning we came to talk about His blood. That's why we're here. We're going to talk about the blood. We're going to talk about something that was most gruesome, 
most, most, most terrible that happened on that day that we just celebrated just some weeks ago. When they beat him beyond human recognition. When they furrowed his back as a plowman plows a field. And he did it to restore you. Those stripes he took, he took for your healing. Be healed. He already did it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, brother, I was hoping you'd get in some deep. Th- this is deep. You don't get any deeper than the blood of Jesus. Unless we're going to talk about the Holy Ghost. Those two subjects are right there. Everything that we have hinges on the blood of Jesus and the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, if it hadn't been for Jesus. Whew. I just got to stop. I'm just telling you something on it this morning. I came through the state line and we came through Junction City this morning. Came around that curve, hit that stretch, man. We headed into El Dorado and I looked up and there was four demons. It's done attached themselves to us and came. Here they come. And I said, I'm on the right right track this morning. Because it's the blood. You know what the devils don't want to talk about? It's the blood. You know where freedom comes? In the blood of Jesus. You know where salvation comes? In the blood of Jesus. You know what witches and witch doctors don't want you to talk about? It's the blood of Jesus. The hope that we have is found by the blood of Jesus. There's no other name. (laughs) <laughs> There's no other name, I tell you. There's no other name, I tell you. It's the name of Jesus. Demons don't like that name. Because there's freedom in His name. There's hope in His name. There's salvation in His name. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Jesus, do something this morning in our hearts, God. Y'all in Hebrews 9 yet? Look at verse 8. Jesus. The Holy Spirit, we're just going to pick it up in the middle of it. The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was standing. It was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices were offered, which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to the conscience, concerned only with food and drinks, various washings, fleshly ordinances, imposed until the time of reformation. Verse 11, but... Christ came. All right, stop right there. What are we talking about? Talking about all these things that they did to perform what God had told them to do as rituals, but these rituals were a type and shadow of what was coming. When they washed in the laver, it was a type and shadow of the washing that was come. When the, 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 the menorah, the candlestick that was in the holy place, it was a type and shadow of the light that was coming. Of the fire that burns in His presence. I'm telling you, you can take all the tabernacle and you can correlate it over into the new covenant. But this morning we want to talk about something that was called the shedding of blood. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. There can be no forgiveness. There can be no restoration. And all that that he enacted over there through Moses in the tabernacle was all something pointing to what was coming. Listen to me, everything that we do is pointing to where we're headed. Because there is a tabernacle in heaven. 
Go read it, Moses. I want you to build it exactly like the one I showed you. The one that's there. That he is the high priest. That he is everything and more. But that verse, verse 11. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. Come on, somebody. Somebody excited about Jesus this morning? We have a high priest who's what? He's over the thing, good things to come. And the verse continues, says, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is not of this creation. I'm telling you, there's a tabernacle not of this earth. And he is the high priest. And he ascended on high. And you know when he ascended and, and those disciples and apostles were standing there looking in the sky and the angels said, what are y'all doing? Gazing into the sky in the same way that he left. He So he shall return. And what had Jesus told him to do? Go back to Jerusalem and wait until what? Tarry until, until, until what? You shall receive after that has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. And he goes on to tell them, right? But I'm telling you right now, he ascended on high and he sat at the right hand of the throne of God. And the Bible tells us where he ever liveth. He ever lived. What's he doing? He's talking about me. I don't know about you. He's talking about me right now. Who's he talking to the father about? Those whom he loves. That's me. I don't know about you. That's me. I don't know your heart. I don't know if you really all in with Jesus. I know me. He's talking about me. Oh, he talking. I'm on his mind right now. I don't know about you. Hey, I don't know about that. He, the father is listening to the son right now. Talk about me. I'm special. Y'all said, you special, all right. You kind of special, all right. You're right. You're right. Because I now have a mind that some of us don't have. Called the mind of Christ. Are you out of your mind? You're right, I sure am. Thank God I'm out of my mind. Now I'm in his. Now I think different than I did. What about you? See, you got to realize right now, Jesus is talking to the Father about you. You know, all those problems you got and all that loneliness and all those things that you're going through because life and you all balled up and it's all got you all weighted down. You better realize Jesus talking to the Father about you right now. So come on out of that stuff and let it go. Who wants you to be healed more than you want to be healed? The one that's talking to the Father right now about you. Father, you know my blood already did what they asked for. Would you send it to them? Remember when Daniel cried out? How long did it take for his answer to come? Don't tell me three weeks. Immediately. It was released immediately. It took three weeks to get that angel through to him, but the father sent it immediately. 
Does God desire you to receive what you've been asking for? You say, well, Brother Jason, I've been believing and they died. And they, I understand that. I, don't, I can't explain that. There's nowhere in my theology that allows for that. But I have buried some of my best friends. I don't understand. It doesn't change the fact that the word of God is still true. Y'all here this morning. I'm just telling you what the word says. The word says he is the healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is Jehovah Sidkenu. He is my rock. He is my rock in the middle of the wilderness. He is the, the rock that brings forth water. I'm telling you, he is the, still the Alpha and Omega. That which was, that which is, and that which shall be, he already is. He already is. You say, well, I'm just so discouraged. Listen to me. Let me ask you a simple question. Who else you going to go serve? Who out there has got more power than my God? What God out there is talking to himself about you? What you talking about? I'm talking about the Father, the Son, the Spirit. Three in one. One God talking to himself about you. Who else out there? What other God out there has got you, your, your name on his lips right now? Who out there is going to help you? Then why are you discouraged? You've got the greatest thing in the world, in the universe, talking about you. Well, but you, you don't understand, but Jason, you know, my, my son is in an um, alternative lifestyle. No, he's a homosexual. God can set that stuff free too. Just like he does drunkenness, alcohol, just like he does sexual perversion. He sets free. Lesbian, he sets free. Let's, lion spirit, he sets free. Ain't one of them greater than the other. Well, that one there is just a stronghold, brother. I just believe that one is just... What does the word say? You cast it out. With a word. You know what the word is? Jesus. Brother, you just don't know my, my, my kids. You know, I wasn't living right and, and I didn't raise them and, and they all up in the world. But you are now, right? You living right for Jesus now? You praying for them now? Don't stop. When you pray, believe he's hearing you. And when he hears you, you'll receive the answer to your prayer. How many of us, look, be real with me. How many of us are believing for our children or grandchildren right now that are not born again? We're believing for their salvation. They're living in a lifestyle. Maybe they were, but they're backslidden. How many of us? That's a lot of us. Right? When you pray, mama, you call that name out. And we believe it shall be done. Well, one day, today's a good day. Well, they got to live another day in sin. Today's a good day to be set free. How about let's pick, let's pick a day that ends in why. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's a good day to be set free. Any day that ends in why. How about it? Why not? 
You telling me his blood's not strong enough? See, y'all was all excited about it a minute ago, the blood of Jesus. Now you telling me it's got it's got limitations? You telling me sickle cell anemia can't be healed? You telling me you telling me what what you telling me? Wounds can't come back alive? You telling me what what are you telling me? What are you telling me that's above his name? You tell you, you, you telling me heroin's above the name of Jesus? Meth, meth, I'm not making fun of it. You know when you're talking to a guy on meth, it has certain reactions. You telling me God can't restore that gentleman? You telling me nicotine can't be taken away that quick? What is there that is greater than his name? You want me to tell you what's greater than his name? Is your doubt and unbelief. He could do no mighty miracle there. Why? Because of their. Well, that was a bomb drop. Boom. Brother, you telling me they didn't get healed because I didn't believe? Because I believe, I believe you and I believed with you. I have believed, I have stood with people to their last breath and they still, there's something called the sovereignty of God that I don't understand, okay? Okay, there's that thing called the sovereignty of God out there. But it doesn't change His Word. Your experience doesn't change the Word of God. Well, I believed and nothing happened. Keep believing. Why? Who told you to stop believing? Who told you to stop praying? Even the world knows. They sing the song, don't stop believing. The world got a hold of something we didn't get a hold of. You got to believe. All things are possible to him that believeth. Come on, am I looking at people this morning that believe? You know why we believe? Because his word is true. We have a better word. We have a something better, a better covenant. We have something new. We have something that restores. We have something that calls us and gives us something amazing. See, even Job walked this out and he didn't have what you have. He didn't have the Holy Spirit abiding in him. He didn't have the blood of Jesus and he still walked it out. Even David was a man known after the heart of God. Why? Because when God convicted him, he turned from his sin. Are you here, church? I'm telling you, you got something that's amazing this morning called the blood. It has not lost its power. It has not lost its ability. It has not lost its vigor. It has not lost. I'm telling you, it is a strong and mighty tower. The name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The psalmist said the righteous run into it and they are saved. In whom have you have believed today? In whom have you believed? All my hopes in Jesus. When Queen Esther was about to approach the king, what'd she tell Mordecai? Let's fast and pray. Let's fast and pray. Let's fast and pray. For why? For such a time as this. We've come into the kingdom. You're in a kingdom. For such a time as this. And if there's ever a time when people needed hope. It's today. If there's ever a time. When people needed. Salvation. It's today. If there's ever been a time. 
when people needed hope in something, it's today. And you got the most powerful thing this world has ever known. You're a carrier. See, in the old covenant, inside the ark, there was what? The, the jar of manna, the, the two tables with the Ten Commandments, and Aaron's rod that budded. That's all I can remember. Is that what y'all remember? The Ten Commandments on the stones, Aaron's rod that budded, and then the jar of manna. Well, today, that ark is no longer needed. Today, you are the ark. You're a carrier of the presence of God. And you've got stuff in you called gifts and talents and abilities that the Holy Spirit put in you. And you've got something you carry everywhere you go called the name of Jesus. You've got something that all the prophets prophesied about. You have something better. They were all looking at it. Go read, look at Hebrews chapter 11. The end of chapter 11 and of chapter 12. You have something better. You have a better word than they had. You have something better than all the prophets that prophesied about Jesus coming. They were all looking at it, hoping for it, wanting to see it, desiring it. And then Peter stands up and says, This is that. This is that. Well, guess what you're a carrier of? That. That that we call the Holy Spirit. But don't lose the magnitude just in a name. Because in that name is power. In His name there's freedom. In His name there's hope. In His name there's deliverance. In His name there's salvation. And I'm a carrier of that name. You're a carrier. You're an ark. A carrier of something. You contain in you. What do they call it? CERN? Whatever that is over there on the other side of the world. They're trying to bust two, two atoms together to come up with this God particle, they call it. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all heard of this stuff? They're tr- they over there searching for things. They're trying to open up. They've watched too many movies. and They're trying to open up portals. They very well may be in the book of Revelation may come around here in a minute. I'm just saying. But what they're looking for, I'm carrying. You're carrying. Go read it. You have the seed of God in you. What the world is looking for, where's that power? Where's that that orb? You know, all these comic movies about the orbs and all this power and they make up, you know what they're really talking about? What I'm carrying. I'm serious. Power, authority, might, dominion, glory. Right here. Power, authority, might, dominion, glory. Carrier right here. Are y'all here? Do you love Jesus? Are you called by His name? Are you anointed by God? Then you're a carrier of something called amazing. Now, go! 
Let's come in here. Let's celebrate it. Let's talk about what God's been doing. Then we're going to go back. And we're going to show Ephesians chapter 3, 10 and 11. It, it tells you it was the wisdom of God to show forth His might, His wisdom to His enemy through you. That's what it says through the church. It was the will of God to empower you. Now see, when I look across this room, I see us uh, dressed all kinds of different ways and all sorts of, some of us wearing masks, some of us not wearing masks. I don't care about any of that. Some of us vaccinated, some of us not vaccinated. You know what? None of that matters right now. You know what matters? Are you saved? Are you covered by the blood? Listen to me. Is your name written in that book? Is your name in the book of life? Have you been washed by the blood of the Lamb? Have you been sanctified? Have you been set apart as holy? Did you go down in that water, an old man, and come up a new creation? Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Is that you this morning? Did he endue you with his power of his Holy Spirit? Then what's stopping us, church? What's stopping us, church? Brother, you don't understand. Please do tell, tell me what's greater than the name of Jesus. Tell me what you're walking through that he hadn't already walked through. Well, I'm going to use my wife. My wife, her mother passed away. God's own son passed away. What else you got? Well, they murdered my son. They murdered him too. What else you got? Well, I've been mistreated. So was he. Well, they made fun of me. They've been bullying me. So was he. Yet without sin. What else you got? In the same way that we are, so was he. In the same way that we are tempted and tested, so was he. Yet without sin. Some of us, we've been bullied. We've been made fun of us. Some of us, we... we we, we want to go back to things and drag up things from years ago. So did they on him. Look, don't get offended at me right now. Understand, I love you more than most, okay? But we as minorities, so was he. In a time period where minorities had no rights. None. The Roman... System. Jesus was a minority too. Are y'all with me, church? What else we got? You hear me? I'm not attacking anything here. Just hear me. Jesus can relate to you in a way I can't. Are you hearing me? I can love you and I love Africa more than most in this room. I've been 14 times. I love Africa. I, I told my wife this morning, I said, I've got to get back. I am, I'm, I'm shriveling on the inside. She said, I know. We need you to get back. Those are your people. They are my people. I am one of them. They call me. They don't even call me by my American name. They call me by my African name. Every, the shirts I've wore this morning were gifts from them. This is actually from Kenya. But I'm telling you, I can love you, but I can't relate to a minority because I'm not one of them. But Jesus is. Are you hearing me, church? He can relate to you where I can't. 
Do you still love me? He can, he knows about where I can't. Where your so and so passed away, God can relate to you in a way I can't. Whatever you want to name, He can relate to you in a way that I can't. I can love you through it. I may not understand it. I may not be able to get on the same level with you, but I'm telling you, He can. And He's the one that loves you more than I ever will. He's the one that called you. I don't save you. He does. I don't call you out of darkness. He does. I'm not the one that equips you. He does. I'm just a vessel, just like you. I'm a servant, just like you. I get up. Look, I went to bed last night at 10. At 11.15, I was back up praying. I saw 11, 12, 1, and 2 this morning. I finally went to sleep somewhere and I woke right back up right before five. Because this is real for me. I need Jesus more than you do. Not really, but that's the way I look at it. I need him more today than I did yesterday. I need him. He loves me. I love him. And I seek for him more and more. I want more of him. 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 I want it realized in my life. I want the declarations of his love over my life. I want to be anointed. I want to walk in that. I want to walk in authority and power and might and dominion. I want to be his friend greater than anybody on this earth. That's my goal. It's to be a friend to Jesus greater than you. Well, isn't that arrogant? Not really. Because I know what he did for me. I may not have been doing what you were doing. I may never have done what you did. But I still climbed out of the same hole. I was on my way to hell. And God in his mercy, he reached down and rescued me. And this morning, you may be on your way to hell, but I'm telling you, the blood of Jesus is here to heal you, to forgive you, to set you free, to save you, to take you out of the way, a pathway of hell and put you on the pathway of heaven to call you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Church, we've got something to celebrate this morning. The name of our God is greater. My sister's holding a baby over here in the corner. What's that baby's name? Okay, say that one more time. Let me get closer. Say it again. Ilani Dream. Ilani Dream. What a beautiful name. Only God knows that baby's future. What do we know who she is? What do we know? All we know is what a doctor said, what a mama said, what somebody said. What do we know the dreams and desires of God over her life? Who are you to say what she will become? But the day will come when she will have to cry out, Jesus, be my Savior. I declare you to be the Lord of my life. I give my everything to you. She will have to make that decision for herself. Mama can't do that. And at some point, it's got to move from mama's God into her God. 
It's got to move from your God into it's her God now. See, in this room, we can read Scripture. I had so many to read, and we're just not going to get to them. had so much to talk about. But I'm telling you, the manifestations of who God is, it's got to move from Brother Jason believes, Brother Stephen believes, to I believe. All things are possible to whom? He that believes. It's got to move into, I believe God has equipped me. God has called me. God is in me. He will use me for his glory. It's got to move from, I've been standing afar off, but I want to be all in for Jesus. It's got to move from, I've been standing over here watching, and I want what y'all have. The realness of the name of our God. Would you please stand on your feet this morning? Jesus. If you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. My brothers and I, my sisters, there's so many here. We love you and we honor you. And we're not judging you. You're here and you do live in an alternative lifestyle. We're here to see you set free. For Jesus to do something amazing in your life just like he did in ours. See, I needed a Savior just like you do. I needed healing just like many of us do. I needed God to do something inside of me that only he could do. Today's our day. My brother's fixed to give you instructions. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, do not leave this place bound, oppressed, tormented. Maybe you're here and you've been in witchcraft and Ouija boards and playing things and doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing and you need to renounce that. Today's our day. Today's our day of healing and restoration and forgiveness. Today's the day to let Jesus do what he came to do. To let his blood cleanse you, purify you, and restore you to make all things new. If you're here and you've been living in a backslidden state, today's our day for restoration. Today's our day to cry out, Jesus, save me. You've been living in sin, maybe in adultery and fornication. You've been hiding it. You've been in drug addiction and hiding it. Today's our day of healing, forgiveness, and deliverance. In Jesus' name.